Hey, y'all, this is your 10-Minute Checkpoint Podcast with Sancho West. We go through video game, movie, and sports-related news, whatever's on the top of my head, and boy, do we have a doozy of a show. More of a food for thought, so to speak. Let's go ahead and get right down to it. Let's go ahead and put 10 minutes on the clock. Here we go. All right. Listen here. Uh, I You know what? I want to call this the Zack Snyder Justice League effect, or for short, the JL effect. Essentially, this is quite a most interesting thing that I did not think would be a, I guess, the result of watching a four-hour Zack Snyder film or art piece or whatever you want to call it. After watching the four hours, actually, I watched it twice. And if you did not know, I did review it here on the 10-Minute Checkpoint Podcast. It was a little bit time extended. You could go ahead and check out that review in uh, whatever, you know, where you're listening. So the whole thing about this it is like I'm sitting there watching it and I love what I really did like the Justice League for the Zack Snyder's version. I love the tableaus. I love the slow motion. And I said so before in the review, either you love it or you hate it. But I absolutely adored it. It's simply because like I really like spending time with these larger than life characters. It feels good just to sit around and just awe at Batman sitting on top of a gargoyle statue. It feels good just to see Aquaman being splashed with the ocean water. It's really cool to see the Flash move in different ways. It's really cool to see Superman scream his head off, I guess, and have his scream echo throughout the world and universe. And of course, it's really cool to see Wonder Woman stand so defiantly uh, against her foes. So that's the thing about it. Like, I really enjoy that. And I guess what's ended up happening is I recently been going through the MCU, going through it, uh, going through the timeline version of it, which is really cool on Disney Plus. They have the ability to have the timeline version in a playlist if you go to the Marvel section. So I'm watching it and I get through, uh, you know, so far Captain America and Captain Marvel and I'm watching Iron Man and I'm looking at the Iron Man movie. Again, this was made by produced by Paramount. So this was before the Disney acquisition. This was before really MCU. This is the birth of the MCU. Of course, directed by John Favreau. So I'm watching it and I love the balance of comedy and action and like just the overall story. And it's really nice to see you know, Robert Downing Jr. just kind of like grow into what Tony Stark is, right? You see a very uh, somber, like, you know, the, the, the alcoholic Tony Stark, the weapons manufacturer Tony Stark. Like, it's really nice to go from that Tony Stark to what he is today. I like that. And I think that the issue is, for some reason along the MCU timeline, it fell into like, well, it seems as though the audience really loves quippy heroes. And then you got the success of Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds. And then all of a sudden, like, it feels like every superhero needs to be quippy, needs to be snarky, needs to have a sense of humor. And it really falls into that with Joss Whedon's Justice League, right? Like, literally the entire cast had little quippy lines or asides, so to speak. And I remember that in comedy and things of that sort, and especially when I used to do improv back in the day, and sometimes those asides kind of weaken the overall comedic tone. And I think that's what's, what's really happening. And this is what I like to call, again, the Justice League effect. So I'm watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I've, I've look, I've listeners, I've really tried, tried twice to really like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right now, it's not doing it for me. It's very lukewarm for me. And I think it's because the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like the action's great. 
the 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 pacing of all it. I love the story. But it's the sides and the quips that bring it down. And it's really apparent in episode two. When the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the only way they could interact with each other is just being quippy. And I'm sitting there and they're like, you know, Falcon's about to go off to this mission. And Bucky or Winter Soldier's out there and they're being quippy and they're training barbs back and forth. And I'm like, why? Why is it like this? It doesn't need to be like this. And and and, and like and I've and I want to rewatch it again. I love WandaVision. I love watching it because it was different. It was trying something different. Not every character was quippy. Not every character wanted to be funny. And I think that's what it is. It's like well, the reason why it makes it does so well with Robert Downey Jr. is one, he's a talented actor, very talented actor, and he has the ability to make improv appear natural and kind of fit in. Oftentimes he gets credited for writing scripts just because of his like high caliber improvisation out there. So I'm sitting there watching Falcon the Winter Soldier. I just can't get into episode two. It always takes me out. So I guess the Justice League effect really let me know like, hey, I miss the side of superheroes where it's just all about business. Or it's okay just to be the, the hero. It's okay just to be groom. It's okay to be grumpy. If you're a bat flick, right? And that's what's so interesting to me. Like, I, I really didn't know that I would have this problem. Or not necessarily a problem. But you know what I mean? Listeners, if you if you understand with me, if you feel the same way, let me know. I tweeted out and some people felt the same way. But I, I really hope that Falcon and the Winter Soldier could turn it around. And that, that's what I'm going to be looking forward to going forward is, can can for me, like, will I be able to, lack of a better word, I guess blindly admire the MCU for what it is. And and I just feel like in the different phases, even in Endgame and Infinity War, like it still works. Of course, Guardians, it still works. But I think it all depends on the actors who are carrying that quippiness. Chris Pratt's fantastic. And of course, Chris Helmsworth has been a fantastic person who's really great with quips. And of course, Don Cheadle. It's been phenomenal to see all that. But that is my whole thought on the Justice League effect. And and there's other kind of kind of great examples of that as well. I've been watching Amazon Prime's Invincible, and that one's less quippy. It's all most more most of it's business. And that I love watching that story progress. We'll probably do another podcast about the Invincible show. Harley Quinn on the other side is a lot quippy, very humorous, and I think it works as that for, as well. Because I think that's what the the style of the show is intended. And I think at the end of the day, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is too much of a hodgepodge of stuff. It's trying to be like Captain. It's kind of be trying to be like Winter Soldier, the Captain America movie. This the sequel, really solid, probably the most, I guess, underrated. I know a lot of people they love to sink that in as one of the best MCUs, right? And then when every time someone sneaks that in as like this is my favorite MCU, you just go, hmm, all right, I respect that. I respect that. It's a great choice. It's a great choice. So that's how I feel about this right now. There's it's, it's a little bit of that, and then when it tries to add the MCU humor, doesn't quite work out just yet. Other shows that I've been enjoying so far on the Disney Plus is this. This thing came out of nowhere for me. I, I usually like keep up to date with all the deadline and try to watch all the, the news and whatnot. But Mighty Ducks has a new show called Mighty Ducks Game Changers. It's kind of interesting how to see this show kind of come out of nowhere, but this is definitely the Cobra Kai effect. I guess this is a podcast about effects, okay? 
The Cobra Kai effect is letting you know that you can lean on nostalgia and continue the storylines of lore. So I'm sitting there in Disney Plus and I see the banner. I'm like, wait a minute, Mighty Ducks? One, my wife has never seen Mighty Ducks. I'm going to change that. Don't worry. We're getting through it. We just started out the first one. But I was hyped, man. Gordon Bombay, Emilio Estevez, the Mighty Duck Man. Let's go. It's a pretty decent show. It's a very like a comedic drama where there's like comedic bits and whatnot. And then all of a sudden it ends with a message. But it's interesting to see how Cobra Kai is affecting all these other franchises. And I think like I bet you the pitch is like, it's like Cobra Kai. You know, we're going to do the Cobra Kai thing and, um, you know, how they pitch it to Emilio probably. But I think it's really cool. One of the most funniest revelations I had during watching that show during the first episode is, man, I wish I grew up with a ragtag group of kids. You know, like if I was a ragtag group, I was like, that looks like fun. Or it's like you have like nine or ten kids running around and, and they're all like having a good time. Like that was not my childhood. And I think like I had that again, that same thought when I was watching um, uh, Hook. And I was like, well, look at these Lost Boys, these ragtag group of guys. So this is very interesting to see how nostalgia is is kind of like the theme I would say in 2020 to 2021, right? Is re bringing these these old franchises light. It's so interesting to see, you know, we got Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong, and then we have um, you know Space Jam coming back, and then we have Mortal Kombat coming back. So yo, if we're all in for nostalgia, we'll see how it goes. Let's see if it, they actually like what really works for Cobra Kai is that they lean on nostalgia, but they add. You know, they, they, they muddied the black and whiteness of the original Karate Kid and they made it gray, which is fantastic to watch. But that is your 10-minute checkpoint. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you for the new listeners if you're coming from that premium gas from Kind of Funny. I really appreciate the love. And uh, I, again, this is a semi-daily podcast. I do my best. And if anything comes along and if you have any suggestions, please leave a comment to wherever you're hearing this podcast and please rate it highly so we can get it to other people's ears. All right, I'll see you around the next one. Peace. Adios.